0: Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 607.
1: What makes a great entrepreneur is learning, being able to learn new things.
0: This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Martin Miskolzi. Martin, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Totally. Let's do it. All right. Martin Miskolzi is the founder and artist behind Petrolified. His goal is to bring automotive-inspired art to the masses And back in 2013, Martin started doing just that. His first poster was the infamous Wall of Wheels. Living and working in Slovakia, his online store brings his art to enthusiasts around the world in the forms of prints, monochromes, posters, t-shirts, and more. His graphic illustrations of iconic sports cars, both old and new, and the celebration of timeless design are unique, clean, and modern. He offers his original art for sale, or he'll create a bespoke piece of illustration of your favorite automobile or your special car, including all the custom details. For Martin, it's about the automotive journey, the stories, and the road ahead. And today, one lucky Cars Yes subscriber will win one of Martin's prints he's been so gracious to offer today. So stay tuned to the end of the show, and you'll learn how to win one of his very cool prints. I'm jealous. I'm going to have to order some of these. They are really nice. So Martin, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share a little bit more about your career and your passion
1: for automobiles? Yeah, sure. Thanks for the introduction. Yes. Well, uh, my name is Martin, obviously, and I'm the founder and creative director and the illustrator and uh, one man do all pretty much. Naturally, <laughs> yeah. right? Wearing many hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. There is not much about my past, to be honest. I'm I'm 20 years old, so I'm quite young. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the youngest on here.
0: You know, the youngest guest on this show was. 15 years old. You oh, you, so, yeah. So you, you missed it by five years, but that's okay. okay. That's okay. I'm still <laughs> very happy you're with me today.
1: Okay. So, yeah, I started Petrolified back in what, 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's been a great ride, right, really. It's been growing and growing. And with each year, I've had a new collection pretty much. Nice. And, and it's been great ever since. I mean, I chose not to go to university and took this full time. And I've I've never regretted it ever since.
0: Well, you know, this is why I wanted to have you on the show, a young entrepreneur, somebody taking his creative skills and marketing them to the world, which is something that we can do today pretty easily, no matter where we live. You live in Slovakia. I'm in Gig Harbor, Washington. We're sitting here talking on the phone like we're right next to each other in the same (laughs) room, which is really, really cool. So I'm very excited to share what you're doing with the Cars listeners and more out there. But first, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has some meaning to you, and it's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah. So, Martin,
1: take the wheel. (laughs) Sure. I don't know if I have, like, an exact quote or a specific mantra, but I like to think that really what makes a great entrepreneur is learning, being able to learn new things. Mm. That's what has worked for me ever since. Like if I needed a new website, I, you know, dug into web design and I've learned how to create websites, website. I've learned how to code them. And that's what helped me from the very beginning, learning, learning new things and trying everything.
0: This is a really key thing. I believe uh, when I started Cars, yeah, I knew nothing about podcasting, nothing about recording. I could design things, but I'd never built my own website. So as you did, I spent a lot of time on YouTube watching tutorials, (laughs) (laughs) how to code and and how to build a site. And uh, I think that's a really great aspect for anyone, but especially important for entrepreneurs. So maybe touch on that a little bit more on how you've embraced that concept of just diving in and learning things.
1: Okay. So it has worked for me from the very childhood. I remember back when I was very young, my Parents bought me a tablet to draw on on the computer, mm-hmm. and a copy of Photoshop. And I mean, this was way before the internet, so I didn't have internet at home. I've just had Photoshop. I've had a tablet, and I've had to figure it out all myself. And yeah. that was the same way with computers by themselves. I mean, never, no one really taught me how to use a computer. I've just been once given one and had to figure it out.
0: Sure, sure. You know, I think the the other great aspect of this is uh, it's a lot like automotive mechanics. The best way to learn automotive mechanics, if you don't have a master or a teacher right there next to you, is just start taking things apart, looking at them and figuring out how they go back together.
1: I'm I'm hoping that I'll try to follow that one day, (laughs) buy a classic and try to take it apart. Yeah. One one day, maybe.
0: Start with something cheap that uh, doesn't matter if you mess it up too much. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way to learn, absolutely. Would you share a story with me that instigated your passion for cars? You're still a young man, but go back in time. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a car guy?
1: Mm, I don't think so, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I think I've been a car guy ever since I was born. Ah. Uh, that's the way when your father is into cars, you know, he passes that on to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he used to own a Nissan dealership here in the city. And he did drive in rallies, and it's all it's all it's all sort of descended onto me, so I've been into cars ever since I've been playing around in his dealership I've been playing around with cars like I've had a small Porsche diecast model mm-hmm. and that's one of the cars that you just remember that you've been playing with, and you know the cars have stick with me from 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 what I can't remember.
0: Well, you were fortunate to have a dad at a car dealership. <laughs> I can only imagine how fun that was. I had a neighbor up the street whose father owned a car dealership, and I used to get to go and play in the back lot and look at the cool cars and wander yeah, around from the showroom to the back where they'd have
1: old yeah, models. Just, yeah. So, yeah, just playing around in the showroom, that was great, pretending like you're driving the cars. That <laughs> was just amazing. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You're a lucky guy. Very fortunate. Well, Martin, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down, crawl into the hood, have you share with us a big challenge, or even a big failure that you faced along the way. Now, you're a very, very young guy, but I'm sure you've <laughs> uh, butted your head up against some challenging things. Take us to one of those painful times, and more importantly, how did you overcome that situation? What did it teach you?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, one particular challenge that I've been faced with and I'm still facing right now is is licensing. Mm. Yeah, so that's what I've been diving into for the last past couple of months and mm-hmm. been real, you know, been real out and over mm-hmm. my head essentially. So yeah, what happened was that a particular manufacturer reached out to me over a print and that I'm in violation with their trademarks and that I should take it down. I mean, I did already because I did not sell it anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and to pay damages that I've made using you know unauthorized use of a trademark. So. Wow. That's what I've tried to solve ever since, and I'm still working hard on doing. I mean, it, it's quite hard because on one hand, you have these big manufacturers who I don't think really want, not that they don't want to license small businesses like I am, but it doesn't sort of work, that, work out this small business versus a very large manufacturer. and right. Especially, particularly getting at least in, t- in touch with them is, is, is very hard, oh, as yeah. I've been able to find out. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't you can't just essentially write to I don't know info at Porsche.com. yeah and say hey so I, <laughs> I want a <yeah>, license hey, <laughs> this yeah. yeah I want to yeah yeah I want to buy a license so yeah it's not it's, it hasn't been easy um, I'm still trying to find a way around it I mean there are manufacturers who are totally cool with me doing these mm-hmm. there are some manufacturers who want just enormous amounts of money but um I'll, I I hope I'll figure it out
0: well you know you bring up a really important point because I see this out there quite often I'll see people pop up on the internet with websites and they'll be selling t-shirts or posters or prints or mugs or whatever with automotive marks on them including logos and I encountered this in my early business all the time even when we would use a car in a picture as a backdrop the manufacturers did not like that they seemed to be okay with older cars but anything new they did not want you representing them because it it implied some kind of endorsement, if you will, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and I get that they've worked very hard to protect their mark, just like you're gonna work very hard to protect the name of your business, so it is a huge challenge, and you're right,
1: yeah, just as you said just as you said, I mean the two things um i've I never really used the brand names and uh, the brand logos, right. so that i don't I don't make people feel like I'm endorsing the other brand that I'm not, I'm trying right. to be a separate brand, yeah. The other thing is that I'm trying to do iconic and classic cars and try to avoid the new ones as I know that can be a little little more tricky.
0: If there's one takeaway you can share with those listeners out out there that might encounter the same kinds of things because you're a small business person, a small company, and when these big marks say, oh, we're going to fine you or we want you to pay us tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars and you just go, What? (laughs) <laughs> uh, I can't do that. So is there a takeaway that you might offer to a listener out there who might be facing the same challenges you are?
1: Um, well, many people have told me not to bother with it. Mm so that i should avoid it all along at the very beginning people told me that no manufacturer is going to go after me <laughs> right so back at the at the beginning when someone asked me like what's my stand on stance on this i've just uh, i've just told them this that i'm a small guy like no one's going to sue me hopefully <laughs> a, a young designer who's just trying to do some illustrations but i've been i've been so sort of confused and i I honestly don't know what would I share. I I usually just share the story and usually tell them to take what they want from it. And that's what they do usually.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, obviously, neither of us are attorneys, so we can't offer legal advice. But what I I always tell people (laughs) is realize that those those designs, those marks belong to that company. Mm -hmm. And I've always thought it's best to be very upfront, reach out, try not to duck and dodge or hope hope, because there's an old saying, there is no hope in business it's either going to happen or it's not so i think the approach you're taking even though it's very challenging is the right one is reach out try to find the right person because once you do get through that door now you've got a contact it shows good intent and uh, i think that's a much better way because you know you're building a business here in a few years uh could be a much bigger business and you don't want to deal with it when you're bigger you want to deal with it when you're small
1: Exactly. If you have good intentions and you have a really good product, I think it's worth it because you have a bright future to come. And if not, then it's not worth it all along yeah
0: so i think the takeaway for me in this situation is don't listen to those people that say ignore it or don't worry about it you need to think about it because this in this world now we are all interconnected and these big companies have people dedicated within their companies to look for violators of of uh designs and market uh brand logos and things like that so address it up front would be my takeaway (laughs) on this one yeah well, Martin, let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story when you had a career aha moment. Maybe it's the time when you figured out that petrolified was the way for you to go, but share what that aha moment with us and maybe some of the steps you took to turn that moment into a success in a business.
1: Yeah, it was pretty much exactly as you said. It was the time when I figured out that I can really take this up as a business and I can do this full time and it would provide me a good living. and mm-hmm. was at least what I think. So yeah, back when I started with, you know, even back when I launched the very fifth, the very first print, the wall of the wheels, uh, poster, that was, that was a big aha moment when people started buying it. I mean, I thought maybe, I mean, 10 or 20 pro- posters of that, but it was a huge turnaround point for me that let me know that, you know, this is, this is a future to be had and you yeah. can do something about this. Yeah. And, it grew even better with the second collection when you know I've sold um, i don't know it was maybe a hundred prints overnight Wow uh, when someone shared a post on a facebook page and that was <laughs> yeah. another that was a great morning when you wake up and you have like a hundred orders on your mobile phone and now you don't know what to do <laughs> that, was, that was just great so that was that was a collection I did with r w b ro Beckre the the Porsche tuner oh the, yeah yeah. They do the wide body Porsches. Yes. And I mean, this was, uh, this was something I wanted to endorse from the very beginning, and that is collaboration. So that goes hand in hand with the licensing now. But back then, I tried to reach out to tuners, to particular car owners who had a larger following and who wanted to collaborate. and use their social channels to promote my work essentially Uh, if they did like it i've given it a try and it was always worth it
0: you know you you touched on a really important thing for for entrepreneurs and any business people is collaboration between other companies looking out there to see what you can offer them what they can offer you that you don't have many times they already have a following and if you can do something together with them that just expands your market reach so fast so much faster than you could ever imagine that it's a wonderful way to get out there and promote what you're doing doing so very nice i love that very very cool oh how about a proudest career moment uh, you touched on that one and there's nothing like starting a business and and putting something out there and realizing wow a lot of people like it but is there a proud moment for you within your business in these these just few years since you've been operating
1: um whenever when someone writes back to me uh, with a note, how much they like the prints, or share a story with me, or mm-hmm. how they gifted it to a father, or a boyfriend, or someone. Mm-hmm. Those those are just very proud moments when someone can appreciate the amount of work you've put into it, and and really likes it. I mean, even even more so with the bespoke prints when someone uh, wants me to make a bespoke print of a car yeah. his father used to have. Those those stories, those those stories make me the most proud oh, yeah. when he gift it to someone who when when they make a gift of a card that is very special to someone and how, how happy it makes them. I mean, there's nothing like that, really.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I understand completely. I have a good friend, Steve Anderson. He's been a guest on the show. He's an illustrator. Oh, yeah, I know
1: Steve. Yeah, I've been talking to him about the licensing, so... He's given me some good advice. Yes. Oh yeah,
0: he's a great guy, and I've had many friends who've ordered prints from him of uh, bespoke cars, uh, my my friends' cars. I always tell my friends' wives, "Here's what you should get him." You know, um, <laughs> my li- one of our listeners, Bill out there, who's probably smiling right now. I've done that with his wife because she's like, "What do I get a guy who who loves cars?" and there's nothing like it because he's got pictures hanging in his home now of cars that he used to own, and he can always look at that and smile and remember his time with that car. So, yeah, very cool that you do that. Well, let's have a little bit of fun. Now, again, you're a very young guy, so I'd love for you to share your first really special car, that car that you got that you said, oh, man, I've always wanted. Now, in your case, it might be the car that's coming down the road, but if you could maybe share a memory with that vehicle.
1: I mean, it's actually a car that I uh, actually own right now, cool. and it's, uh, it's a Renault Sport Clio. Ooh. I don't know if you're familiar with, with Renault at all. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you don't get those in the U.S., unfortunately. Right. But it's a 2012 Renault Sport Clio, and it's, it's I think, the quintessential hot hatch of what used to be so it's it's the naturally aspirated two liter engine it's got a proper manual gearbox very very harsh chassis it's very firm very unforgiving but it but it's great it's loud it's 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 what we call <laughs> in a renover it's kangaroo ink on when it's cold oh, so yeah. we go into second gear yeah. the burbs and crags and what <laughs> it, it's amazing
0: it's got a life of its own no those are cool those are cool little cars and You know, just by listening to your enthusiasm, uh, the listeners and I know we've got a a live one on the wire here. You are definitely a car guy, that's for sure. Is there a car that you did own that you've let go? Again, you're a pretty young guy at only 20, but is there a car that you you let go that you wish you had back?
1: So, yeah, this is my first car I've actually bought for myself. Okay. Um, And, yeah, there actually is a car... So back when I was younger, my father, being a Nissan dealership, um, he used to own a Datsun 240Z. Mm. And um, he used to own this car and a Renault Sport Clio, another one. (laughs)
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And he gave me the choice whether we should keep the Datsun or the Clio. But the Datsun was in bad disrepair. It was rusted all the way through. Oh, okay. And we just dismantled it. and wanted to repair it. We wanted to ret- restore it. But neither of us had time, particularly him. He didn't have much free time. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I was given the choice to pick between those two cars and I've said to go to, for the Clio because that was the car that we could drive around, go to track days right. and have fun with whilst the, the Datsun was just standing in front of the house, you know, being just looked at pretty much. It wasn't being worked on or anything. So I chose the Clio, but now I wouldn't I wouldn't part with the Datsun. That's, that's just a car that I would really love to own at some point.
0: I had a guest on yesterday who we were, he's the uh, PR director at Amelia Island. We were talking about those Dotsons and the fact that the Amelia Island Concours is going to be bringing Japanese collector cars to their show in March uh, of 2017, which is pretty cool because the Japanese collector market seems to be heating up. Uh, I think a lot of it is because all the other markets, the cars are so expensive and young people can't get into the collector market, but they can with these mass produced Japanese cars. The 240Z, of course, came out in 1970, I believe it was so, yeah, uh, I think so yeah. yeah I remember I had a neighbor down the street with one and she used to let me detail it for her and drive it <laughs> up the street when I was only 13 14 years old and I thought man this is so cool so look like a little yeah, mini Ferrari of some kind so yeah
1: as, as we spoke before about the first classic car I mean this is probably going to be it yeah. if I if I am able to save some garage space and save some money that that's in 240 zi I'm, I'm probably going to get that
0: yeah very cool I love it well, let's talk about today and tomorrow. I would love for you to share what has you really excited and fired up right now. What our listeners who go and, and enjoy your website might expect to find at Petrolified, what you're going to be coming up with in the future. Can you can you share a little bit of that with us?
1: Yeah, sure. It's going to be probably a little bummer since I'm planning to take down the Origins collection, so buy while you can. Ah, okay. And I'm going to take it down because of the licensing as we spoke about, and I'll get it back up as soon as I figure something out and get as many manufacturing on board as I can. The cool new stuff that's coming is a website redesign. I'm going to redesign the packaging a little bit as well. And the really particularly, the, the exciting thing is that I'm going to add the ability to choose colors. Mm. So you would be able to choose a print in a period color, period correct color of your choice and really make up a selection of your own rather than have a set set of colors like you do now. Cool.
0: Yeah, very cool.
1: One very cool collaboration that's going to come out uh, in 2017 in January is a collaboration with Pagani. So Ooh. I'm actually, on Monday, I'm going to Pagani to Modena to Italy. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that. We have oh, a oh my collaboration gosh. and a collection upcoming. So that's going to be very cool, I think.
0: You know, Pagani had a very cool display at the Quail this last month in August when I was at uh, Monterey Car Week. And they had... A numerous number of cars there out for display and i got to sit in one and oh my gosh that's very cool we talked about collaborating the importance of that so i'm very excited for you that's very cool and that's a little tip for the listeners check out patrolified the website there'll be a link on cars yeah, here at Barton's show notes page that originals collection get them while you can so most definitely we'll be promoting those for you well sounds like a lot of fun things coming up and I know you're going to be having uh, some new maybe some new items on your website as too as well.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm going to get down to the origins collection as I said. What's coming up is a Pagani collection and a collaboration with Morgan as well. Mm. So, these are the two manufacturers who are the not the smaller guys, but they are a smaller company obviously, but they've been very very helpful, mm-hmm. very very helpful and and it's been very joy, joyful to work with them.
0: Very cool. Ah, absolutely exciting. I love that. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Martin. If you were a car, what kind of car would Martin be? And why? Oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've thought about this long and hard and yep. I don't think I have an answer for that. I mean if we can find a car that's probably I don't know, it would be probably a car that you would have to learn to get the most out of. Okay. And to get to know it the most, you would have to, you know, be really up close with it because I'm the kind of guy who really need to get to know to really understand and to be friends with, probably be good ah, friends with.
0: Okay. Well, let's, I'm going to push you a little harder on this. We got to find the right car here for Martin. So let me narrow it down. Um, you're a young guy. You're 20 years old. So would this be a new modern car or do you, do you have a little bit of an old soul in you? Would this be something older?
1: Oh, well, probably something 80s I would go for, something in the middle, 80s, 90s. Okay,
0: and would this be a sports car? Do you feel yourself as kind of nimble and quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay. all right. 80s sports car. Okay, well, let's narrow it down to a mark. Is there a specific mark where a car is made, whether it's a U.S. car or German car or British car?
1: I mean, I'm from Europe, so I don't have that Much of a connection to American cars, although I love the old master cars, so okay, probably something European, probably okay. something along the lines of a Porsche, maybe.
0: Ah, okay, so a Porsche 80s porsche so you know, maybe a, a Carrera,
1: yeah. I mean, sounds like our only choice. <laughs> I, I think we're getting there, yeah. So,
0: okay, we got there. I, I told you I could help you out a little bit. So, a Porsche Carrera, I like that. So, Cabriolet. Target?
1: No, I'm not into Okay, not a coupe it's a coupe. All, all right,
0: ways. yeah, I'm with you there. So, we'll, so we'll call it a coupe. Very nice. I love it. Well, Martin, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's cars, yeah, sponsors. Hey, cars, yeah, listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior? It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit, with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front-end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them, too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com, and you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, cars, yeah. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimball.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp member, Finra Sipik. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars. Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador. For your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how. At mark mark.carsyeah.com Or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com Okay, Martin, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you're going to be pumping that Clio pedal really fast here. Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received?
1: um lefty loosey righty tighty i think that's what <laughs> yeah, you call it yeah. i mean we we don't have anything similar in slovak so once i've been told this uh, in a youtube video i think in english and i've i've been repeating it ever since whenever i tighten the bolts <laughs> you, you know
0: my dad taught me that when i was very young and it's always stuck in my head it's a good way to remember which way to turn, the, turn those <laughs> those bolts for sure so you make sure you uh, uh, tighten things up would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success?
1: I mean, as I've mentioned it before, never stop learning. Ah, yes, that is brilliant.
0: Now, how about a resource? There's a ton of great resources out there, but is there one or two in particular that you really enjoy?
1: Wow. Um, hmm. Maybe Jalopnik? <laughs> ah, Jalopnik yeah,
0: Jalopnik, Yep, I've had the director of Jalopnik on the show. Matt Hardegree's been a guest here on Cars, yeah. Great site.
1: Yeah, so that's for the times when you want to digress a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's a great site. Lots of fun.
1: And for myself, maybe a second website will be Flickr. Um, As I browse Flickr for long, long hours before I do an illustration, that's that's a great resource for high-resolution photographs.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading as well?
1: The one particular book that comes to mind would be probably The Art of Learning by Joshua Weiskin. That's, that goes along the lines of learning and that's what I've mentioned before.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I see a trend here in you and I like it. Very, very cool. Well, and I want to remind our listeners again that, uh, Martin has been very kind to offer one of his prints to one of the Cars subscribers out there. Very, very cool opportunity here to own one of his prints. So make sure you go to the Cars website. Click on the free book button. I'll send you my free filler up book. It's an ebook with Fuel Filler Fun. And your name will be in the hat and we'll draw a name. And I'll connect you with Martin and he'll let you pick one of his prints and send it off to you anywhere in the world that you live. So very nice of you to do that. Thank you, Martin. Very cool. (laughs) No
1: worries. Happy.
0: I'll remind our listeners you can find all these great resources on Martin's show notes page at carsyad.com slash Martin. And his last name is spelled M-I-S-K-O-L-C-I. All right. We are up to the checkered flag, Martin. And this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one very cool collector car in your garage, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter how much it costs, because today I'm going to buy you whatever you'd like, what (laughs) would that vehicle be and why?
1: Probably Lexus LFA. Oh, I don't know why. I've I would probably have thought to say a classic car of sorts, something mm-hmm. like a I don't know a Porsche nine five nine something along those lines. But I chose to go for the Lexus. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a huge like a guy into the supercars at all. I don't know why. I've never been really enticing to me to own a ferrari or a lamborghini of sorts even though i i'm I'm sure they are great cars and great cars to drive but Mm -hmm. one supercar that i would love to own is probably the lexus LFA. it's just so different
0: yeah oh yeah very very different car i've never had the pleasure of driving one i've got to uh, sit in them and look at them but i've never been able to drive one but uh the people I've talked to that own them uh, have big smiles on their faces. Oh, sure. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. What color would you like?
1: White. white. I'm a guy. I would go for the white.
0: White. Okay. Very cool. Well, I like it. Well, Martin, you've taken me on an awesome ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. and I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Garja yeah! listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you head off down the highway in that Lexus LFA?
1: As I've said before, never stop learning, guys.
0: <laughs> never stop learning. Absolutely important for everybody in life. Opens your doors and windows to all sorts of cool things. Get out of your comfort zone and learn. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your company?
1: You can find me at www.petrolify.com. And to learn most about the behind-the-scenes stuff, you can find me on Instagram at Petrolify. And if you want to reach out to me personally, it's martin at
0: very cool. And again, I'll remind our listeners that, uh, everything will be linked up on Martin's show notes page here at Cars. Yeah. Very, very cool artwork. I found Martin on the, on the web and we connected. He's been so kind to be a guest on the show here. And I think you're going to really like what he has to offer. Some really, really cool art. And I'll remind the listeners also that one lucky subscriber is going to win a print of your choice from Martin. Just subscribe at the Cars Yeah! website, click on that free book button, and your name will be in that hat. And uh, you could be a winner. Absolutely. <laughs> Martin, I want to thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and with the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road.
1: It's been great. Thank you. Goodbye, Mark.
0: You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah!